Today, we're talking about the art of selfishness and how to be selfish while honoring others at the same time. The dictionary says selfish means lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Humans are dynamic, and we're not this or that or this or that. Humans are diverse, and we have so much depth. We have degrees of variation in how we feel, think, do, and be. We are taught falsely to believe that there are no degrees or variations, that we are simply this or that, A or B, introvert or extrovert, left or right, and there's no in between, and that's simply not true. The majority of us have varying degrees. We don't live in this polar world that is gaining so much attention. And the reason why it gains so much attention is because it isn't, it isn't common. It isn't, you know, it isn't where most of us live, it gets attention because of this notion of selfishness. I'm noticing that there are varying degrees of selfishness. And to me, words are a form of energy, as are our thoughts and our feelings. And so I see multiple energies with the word selfish. I'm going to talk about three forms of selfishness. The first form prevalent on our planet is one of soul individuality. It's the me, myself, and mine selfish self. The human communities that view everyone from the lens of self, from the lens of their belief systems, from the lens of their problems, from the lens of their solutions, and therefore it must be good for the all, for everybody, all of humanity, selfishness. This lower energy frequency of the word selfish, of the word selfish, is where you're solely considering your own perspective, your own needs, your own come from, your own wants, regardless of what the reason is, regardless of what the in order to do something or be something is, in order to whatever. And it's usually prescribed by someone else, given to us from someone else. Or it's an intense security. However, the intense focus for just a smaller subset of humanity or the planet or nature, this is the form of selfishness that is very third dimension where we play in polarity and duality, the good and the bad, the right and the wrong, the left and the right, the hope and help hopelessness, the dark and the light, and so on. This is the nature of the selfish ego where self-love and self-acceptance does not thrive. This form of selfishness seeks to prove themselves, to make others proud, to achieve for the sake of being noticed for their own greatness and accomplishments. This form of selfishness has no tolerance for diversity. There's only my way, this one way. And because this is the one way and I've connected with people who think this way or feel this way or believe this way, we want to make this the way for everybody, every human being, every community, every country. I'm present to how many of these systems, nonprofits, for-profits, And how many individuals, human beings on this planet who are focused on myopic problems and ultra-focused solutions without consideration for the whole, without thinking through consequences, without planning, without having diverse opinions in play, without having what-if conversations to um, 
to assess what could happen by introducing a solution without consideration for the whole. And we have been victims of this mindset, this mindset of something is wrong, fix that, without consideration for the whole me, without consideration for what feels good for me, my body, my life, only consideration for norms, norms that I have predicated and dictated must be the norm for the rest of the world. Therefore, it must be for me and you and everyone. But there's a large segment of the population, a majority, if you will, that is seeking for solutions and to feel normal. And this notion of individuality and this focus on individuality and conformity preys on not feeling loved, not feeling belonging, not being able to find community, um, not fitting in. And it results in a never-ending seeking for solutions, a never-ending mindset of I'm broken, I must believe the way you do. Look at you, you're in community, you have all these people, and you believe in this way, so I must join you so that I can belong. It's all an illusion. This notion of I'm an individual, and I matter. While that's true, this form of selfishness is focused on me, mine, my way. Consequently, it's everyone's way. It has to be the same. The next variation on selfishness is slightly different. This one I call the I care selfishness. This is where the mindset is I'm going to align with people that think exactly like me, who want exactly what I want, and who can help me make the world like us. This selfishness again also forgets major- majority, forgets the large community or greater good. This selfishness does not care about diversity unless it aligns with their belief systems. But the distinction is they show, this form of selfishness shows that I care about you, and therefore you must care about it too, um, but I'm doing it to show that I care so that I can convince you or show you my way. We're seeing a lot of this right now as well. I'm definitely feeling it. The selfishness is where I'm going to bend a little bit to lure you in to connect with you, but I'm still going to be self-focused, pushing my way for the rest of the world to be like me. It's also another flavor of my way or the highway mindset, but it's saying, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I see it. And slowly, slowly, What's happening is here's what I'm saying and you need to shift. You must change to my way. This form is about the tolerance of differences, whereas the prior form is about intolerance of any diversity or differences. This form still wants rules, wants guidelines, wants community, but wants to be more like what what the other believes and wants. It is self-focused and it lures you in, so it appears to be other-focused. With these two forms of selfishness, humanity can be manipulated very easily or convinced into another person's way of thinking because it taps into fear, doubt, and uncertainty. And we've been taught for generations to be uncomfortable and fearful for what is not known. Think about anxiety. Anytime we feel anxious or nervous, it's because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or with a conversation or with a meeting 
or with a family event, all of this anxiety about the unknown. And then we create our reality once we bring that energy to it instead of just being in the moment. This also taps into the illusion of freedom. This is fascinating. Bear with me here. This notion of selfishness is about freedom to have control or to or freedom to be in control, or freedom to control others. But these two forms of selfishness are not freedom from control, freedom from being controlled. These two forms of selfishness are still very lopsided. It's not mutual. It's not reciprocal. It's not meeting each other where we are seeking to understand each other and find solutions that satisfy both with guidelines that are a little bit more general and accepting of all while ensuring communities and humanity are safe and healthy and caring for their well-being. These two forms of selfishness are stuck and stubborn. They are my way or the highway. They are tolerance-oriented. The third one, the third variation, I'm calling reciprocal selfishness. This notion of reciprocal selfishness and reciprocity is more of an acceptance feeling and mindset. It's an energy of let's meet all the communities and the different perspectives, the wide range of perspectives that is the, that is the diversity of humanity. You know, how many people have different needs? How many people have different um, requirements or ways of being in relationship? How many different types of relationships are there? We are now in a place of shedding what gender means as well, because there's a community that gender just does not fit them. They want to be free from the structure and the um, and the chains of what gender has created in society. Look at the gender um, discrimination and and you know what if you know we didn't identify with gender? So there's a whole community that gender just doesn't resonate for them, and I get it. So how do we arrive at reciprocal selfishness where we consider the whole as we create communities and governance and ways of being that honors humanity at large? I'm going to use an exaggerated simple example. If I'm someone who really is about monogamous monogamy and wants a, a monogamous relationship, but I'm with somebody who absolutely cannot honor that and I continue to push that person, push that person, push that person, to be faithful to me, but that person enjoys diversity and context of intimate relationships, we, we then push each other to be normal because of what a select few power selfish focused humans say is normal. It's damaging, it creates pain, it creates heartache instead of honoring each other, honoring ourselves, honoring our nature and loving what is in the differences, loving the differences is acceptance. The not loving it, not accepting it, not creating um, governance and, and uh, ways of being in society that embraces diversity is a travesty. It creates trauma. It creates generational pain, followed by an ongoing generational need to seek for healing. The amount of healing that is prevalent in our communities today, the amount of the number of people seeking healing and never being healed is damaging to our humanity and our planet energetically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and mentally. So this notion of reciprocal selfishness truly is about meeting each other where we are, seeing that there are differences, loving the differences, seeking to understand different people's perspectives and what works for them and being accepting of it. 
It doesn't mean that we have to agree with it and go do it and be it. It means we allow you to be you and do you and you allow me to be me and do me. It means I honor the spirit in you and you honor mine. It means I acknowledge that we are unique individuals. We have differences um, and we can coexist in those differences and love each other while we have structures and governance to keep each other safe while we're honoring each other's um, different ways of being and living. The problem is we've lived in generational societies where there's a force, a very strong force for control and normal. I can't tell you how many times in the 25 years of my work, coaching and consulting with singles, couples, managers, leaders, CEOs, multi-passionate women, executive women, um, you name it. I can't tell you how many of them have said, I just want to be normal, or is this a normal relationship, or is this normal in this situation? That word normal is an illusion. It is an illusion. And we're now seeing it with the pandemic. We just want things to go back to normal. I think what we're asking for is routine, comfort in routine, and we can create our own routines within our household and find our normal, peaceful harmony in our routines. But that prior routine may not be the healing or the state of being healed either. And I invite us to take a look at that. I invite us to consider that reciprocal selfishness does not require the state of normal or norms. It may require some routine for us to enjoy structure in our lives. Reciprocal selfishness requires being innovative. It requires dialogue. It requires acceptance. It requires understanding. It requires compassion. It requires a meeting of the minds, but not agreement of the minds. It requires acceptance of the diverse opinions and ways, and above all, it requires listening and presence. I have learned so much from all the relationships and all of the people that I have had the privilege and honor of connecting with and being touched by who wanted open relationships or uh, coaching, working with couples who come from different mindsets and lifestyles and communities or Um, who have chosen each other because they're opposites in all or many ways, or who want to live apart and create uh, a relationship that works for them. These norms have been destructive and instrumental in us um, having, having problems in relationships. Rather than focusing on, gosh, you know, we love each other and how can we create ways that we can coexist and whether it fits within uh, within within our construct or not, and allowing each other the space to leave or create what works for us. Through experiencing and being open to and just being accepting and loving of humanity, I've had the pleasure to work with so many different people, and I've learned so much about what works for me and what would be great for me in my relationships through the lens of learning through others and their diversity. Instead, what I was taught as a young, younger person is to judge it, compare it, deny it, um, and, and do what everyone else was doing because that's what I was told to do. Oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity for us to learn from each other in this diverse dynamic called human nature. And there's so much for you to honor as you honor and accept your nature instead of pushing yourself to be like, like everyone else and do it the same way. 
I'm inviting us to shed normal and just really look at what works for us and what your normal or routine or what your nature is and to stop judging others for being different. This reciprocal selfishness is really about dialogue, hearing each other's perspectives and not being so resistant to alternative ways or different ways of thinking and being and approaches to relationships because that's what ultimately feels good. What feels good is this reciprocity, this sharing, this exchange of energy, not agreeing, but this exchange to expand and learn. And really, ultimately, it is about love. I invite us to a dialogue about diversity, about differences, and about what community can look like with diversity in it instead of normalcy. Thank you for listening. If, you, if this resonates, if you've got some comments to share or thoughts, please, please let me know and post them here. And I invite you to take this step in your life in honor of reciprocal selfishness.